What is up, Fire Tribe? This is the Couple on Fire podcast. And actually, on today's episode, we're going to talk about leadership during hardship. And that's coming up right now. Right now. Are you a Christian and you are looking to take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level? Then this is the channel for you. What is up, everybody? I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with my incredible wife, Christy. Hello. <laughs> hey, welcome, everybody. You know, there's some crazy stuff going on right now in the media, and I really think, and Christy really thinks, yeah. that it's super appropriate for us to talk about it. But before we get started today, we're just going to ask that you go ahead and hit the share button right now. It really helps us get more exposure, gets us more availability. I mean, with the, the way the algorithms and stuff work with social media, uh, we don't get watched if people don't share. So we're just asking, if you don't mind, if this is any type of uh, content that you enjoy ever, please hit the share button. Makes us feel warm and fuzzy, okay? <laughs> Maybe a thumbs up too. We would like thumbs up and hearts and all kinds of other And hugs. the care, the new one. Yeah, the, the new care. one, the new care, care. Yeah. Care bear. Should have made it a bear. <gasps> yeah. Should have made it a care bear. That's a great idea. So today we want to talk about George Floyd. The thing is that we don't want to though, is we don't want to really dive into all of the, the, the race the side of it, the yeah. hype side of it. We don't really want to get into any of that. We really want to focus what's going on today. We really want to focus on the leadership standpoint of yeah. it. So we have something that we really want to share out today. So we're from Michigan and you usually don't brag about that yeah, uh, ever. Uh, but something happened this last week during the midst of all of the, the rioting and the upset protesters and all this stuff going on. We actually have our Genesee County, which is the county we live in here in Michigan. We have a sheriff, uh, which is actually a fairly new sheriff. And he did something what we feel um, was pretty remarkable. You know, he he stepped up in a time where it was really, really necessary, and that's what leadership is. So we want to show yeah. you just a quick clip. Proud of him. Yes, very proud. And I want to show, we want to show you just a quick clip. It's about 40 seconds long. We want to be with y'all for real. So I took my helmet off and laid the batons down. I want to make this a parade, not a protest. So listen, I'm just telling you, these cops love you. That cop over there hugs people. So mm. you tell us what you need to do. That's so good. So good. Yeah, it actually gives me goosebumps. You know, Christy, you know, has said this uh, this phrase for the last few days. Uh, what he something that he just said. What did he say? I want to make this a parade, not a protest. I think there's some power in that. There's such power in it, such power, and that is the challenge. Like when we were talking about what we want to talk about right now, you know, on our podcast, and I'm like, the leadership is so important, and you know, there was live coverage going on of all the protests going on in all the different cities, and of course, our news teams here in Genesee County were re recording the live. Um, protest that was going on with people mm -hmm. walking down Miller Road and they were going to the police station, which the majority of the protests that I saw online ended at. And um, we were watching it and that was so powerful when he came out. And I said to Josh, 
it's a leader's responsibility to change the atmosphere and the perception in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so perception is reality to people. So that's where, when he said that it really, you could feel whether you were watching on a screen or you were there, you could just feel the whole thing in that moment diffuse, Mm -hmm. you know, and then him ask, what do you want from us? What do you want? What do you need from us? We're here for you. And everyone say, walk with us. And he's just like, let's do it. Let's go. It was so, I was so proud. I'm like, that was God in that moment because we know, um, Chris Swanson, maybe not on a personal level, but we know we see him in our community. We know what church he goes locally, um, in Genesee County, what the previous company that I used to work for. He's also a motivational speaker. We had actually hired him twice, you know, over the course of my tenure at that company to come in and do motivational talks to our employees. So I've got to meet him one-on-one and he is a great person. And when I saw him do that in that moment, I'm like, that was God Mm. in that moment, using him to be a light in this situation as a leader. Yeah, it's tough. So leadership is one of those kind of things that, uh, the hard work goes unnoticed, but when the time is right, it gets to shine, you know, and that's an amazing thing that Chris was able to do. You know, I really believe, and I know Christy does too. I really feel like Chris was ordained in that moment to handle it the way that he handled it. And he's getting the credit for it, you know, but he's also a person that skips that credit off and gives it back to Christ and his relationship. You know, he's, he's very good about that. He's, he's very outspoken about his relationship uh, with God and, and, you know, his beliefs and things, you know, which is very empowering, which is really good for the Christian faith, but not only that, it just goes to show a lot of his uh, his leadership capability, and he's been working hard on it for years and years and years. And God's been prepping him, and 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 that day was a day to shine. I mean, it really was, and it and it impacted more than just little rinky dink Genesee County. Right, it, it, it impacted the world. It really did on on a whole. Well, and what it was authentic about that leadership moment is he just naturally talked about his team too. He's just like, these cops are here to love you. That cop over there gives you hugs. Mm. Like we don't let one incident make you feel that way about all cops across Genesee County and the nation. We're here to serve you. And we're to, he encompassed that is a true leadership move, you know, to say like incorporate my team. I know how my team is. I know who they are and we're here for you. So it was just great. It was so, I can't stop talking about it. I cannot, I can't. And that's what, that's the things that we should be talking about from this. You know, this is the things we should be talking about. And there's something else that I saw on Facebook. Chrissy saw on Facebook that someone it's been shared quite a few times, but I, I want to read it real quick to everyone. I'm going to put it on the screen. I really think it's powerful. So this post was shared by somebody. And then you see at the bottom, it says the author was Kai Nielsen. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. And this Laurel LaFrance is someone, someone that had shared it. We don't and know these people. No, I have no idea who these people are, but this was shared in tandem. So this was shared together with the picture. And it says, I used the phrase Black Lives Matter in a social media post earlier this week. As happens each time I use the phrase, someone asks, why not just say all lives matter? Here's my quick response. When one of my four kids got hurt, it didn't seem to make sense to to say to them, all my kids matter. In that moment, I embraced them and said, you matter. Your pain matters. Your healing and return to health matters. That doesn't diminish my love for my other kids. It expands my capacity to love as I live with another person's pain. 
Jesus did the same thing in his ministry. He didn't say all people matter. He went to those who were hurting, who'd been denied a place at the table, who had been cast out of the community and said, you matter. Samaritans matter. Women matter. Tax collectors matter. Lepers matter. Did that mean he loved other people less? By no means. His life and ministry expanded the vision and capacity of his followers to love as they broke down the religious and cultural walls that had long divided the people. And I love what's on the screen, the picture, and it says, all sheep matter, and then it shows the sheep on the other side. And we know very well that uh, there's a common phrase within uh, Christians that says, uh, you leave the 99 for the one. Yes. And there's so much power behind that. So instead of focusing on saying, well, yeah, but everybody matters, but that's not what's going on right now. You know, our focus is on the one thing that that got broken in all of this. And that's where true leadership can discern between that. That's not willing to say, yes, but everything matters. Yeah, that's a given. Everything yeah. does matter. All lives do matter. They do they matter. They do. That's not what is being broken right no. now. So that's the priority of a leader is, is to focus on what needs to take priority in the moment. And of course, all lives matter. Of course they do. Um, I don't think anyone is arguing that point at all. All humans matter. All breathing, living humans matter. But right now with the society and everything that's going on, it needs to be talked about in leadership. And that's what leadership is. Yeah. Leaders, leadership literally is stepping up in areas that is uncomfortable, but you're willing to do yeah. it because you know that it's the right thing. So today we want to share just quickly, we want to share three things and then a challenge, of course, at the end. But the three things that we really want to talk about today is our first point, And that is perception is reality. Yes. Perception is reality. And I, I touched about it a little bit earlier, but it just made me in the moment when I think I just really connected with Chris saying, I want to make this a parade, not a protest. I connected with that so much because I've learned in my leadership ex leadership experience that um, it's really changed. P perception is reality for people. And so a lot of times people will talk about, well, you don't need to word it that way. I mean, it means the same thing as this. Yes, but if you word it a certain way, it kind of might flip a switch in someone's head to their perception to view it differently. So I've said multiple, multiple times when I'm trying to talk to people that are uncomfortable with confrontation, I think confrontation has got a bad rap. You know, when you have to sit down, you have to talk to an employee that really isn't living up to their, your expectations or their job responsibilities or a friend or a family member, maybe that has offended you. And I'm like, you're viewing it wrong. Like you are viewing confrontation as confrontation instead of viewing confrontation as a conversation. Mm -hmm. And that's all that it is. If you go into that confrontation as if you're just going in to have a conversation with that person and to work through it and you guys are on the same team, you want to come with a mutual understanding and empathize with one another, mm -hmm. you're not always going to agree with one another. And a you're not going to 100% agree with anyone ever on everything in your life. Not, not even not even in marriage. No. So it's important though to have a mutual respect to say, hey, you know, I can understand your point. I disagree with you. I can still love you. And that's the whole point of this is to try to change someone's perception at it and come to a mutual ground yeah. about it. Yeah, I think what it like, okay, so for for me and I, I 
I'm sure for Christy the same, is we really learn this in our own recovery, okay? And then recovery really teaches you about our perception. So a lot of times in my own personal life, I was a victim. I felt like a victim at a lot of things, right? It was unfair. I didn't get a job. Uh, you know, I didn't get a, a promotion at, at work when I felt like I deserved yeah. it. You know, I felt, I, I kind of fell in this victim thing, but that was my perception of it, you know? And I really believe that true leaders are saying, Hey, it's not about, you know, what I get, what I deserve, how I deserve it. It's all this stuff. It's like, you know, what is my perception of the situation and how can I impact this in a positive way for everybody? You know, it's one thing that Christy talks about when she comes home from work all the time about, you know, it's not an, an I win thing. It's a we win. And I, yeah. that changes everything when we say, okay, perception is reality. How are the, how are they perceiving it now? You know, and she has to tell some of her employees all the time too. It, all the time she comes home and tells me this. she's like, I have to tell my employees like, look, you not just work for the customer, but you work for the company too. Like you have to be willing to bridge the gap of all of that. So everybody wins. That's yeah. how it is. And I said something to Christy earlier today and she's like, you always reference water for some reason. He does. When it comes to your quotes, but quotes I love that make an impact on him always seem to include water of some sort. Yeah. I should live by water. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So the quote that I'm thinking of is, and I absolutely love it is it says rising tides raise all boats. And that's true. But, but as a leader, you need to be the rising tide. You really do. And you gotta, you gotta really look at it. It's going to raise everything up and impacting people that way is understanding their percept perception just as much as yours. And that is the job of the leader is to bridge that gap. It's the huge job of the leader. So it's to, if I, with an employee conflict, if I have two employees that aren't getting along with one another, or one's coming to me saying this person isn't doing this. And then the other one's coming to me. Okay. So I listen to each. And then what I do is I go back to the person that says, um, I'm complaining about Alice over here. I go back to Sarah and say, okay, Sarah, have you, you know, have you thought about it from Alice's perspective? What about this? Did you see this angle? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about it. And then I go back to Alice and say, or vice versa, however I said it, <laughs> um, and get them to kind of try to see the other person. Then I bring them together and try to say, how, how can we come together as a team after I know that they've already kind of gotten a grip of the other person's standing on it? And that's the job of a leader is to bridge that. Not to necessarily to get everybody agreed, because like I said earlier, you're not. But it's to come to a mutual understanding and understand that we're all in this together. We're all in it together, no matter if we like it or not. Yeah. So we can respect one another yeah. and we can be loving towards one another and still have the same goal and disagree on a few details along the way. It's fine. And that's why we want to talk about leadership when it has to do with George Floyd. You yeah. know, it's an horrific, unfortunate, unjust what happened to this man. But the thing is, it happened. And now, how can we grow and learn from it? I mean, the whole podcast that we even talk about all the time, how do you take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's almost always the lessons learned through struggle and hardship is what's going to make you get better. Is your willingness to really learn through this to really going to help you elevate to the next level? And we have to, it's a shame if we don't talk about things like this because we can't make what happened be in vain. We need to make sure that we're utilizing the, the things that already did happen and how can we as a society become better people? Yeah. 
we're going to be together anyway. We don't have another planet to live on. You know, we're all humans. We all come from the same race. So, you know, how are we going to be able to take this and, and grow as leaders individually? Because we're all leaders to some level. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a leader. Whether you're a dad that goes to work, you're a leader. I mean, whether you're a wife that goes to work, whether you go to school, it doesn't matter. You're a leader in some aspects. So how are we learning and how are we growing? Mm-hmm. And the, and Chris Swanson did that in that moment. He did. He inspired. I'm going to be honest. Like if you expect anything anywhere to go south in the U.S., Flint is known. Flint and Detroit is known for it. So I was so proud of him in that moment. That was a lot of responsibility on his shoulders to in that moment be able to switch that whole thing. And, you know, the people that were there, too, were open to his feedback, which is amazing. He asked, what do you want? And they told him and then he gave it to them. So let's go on to point number two. Number two. Number two. Respect. Mm. I want to touch on this real quick before Christy does the old deep dive on it. You know, respect is one of these things, especially from a man's standpoint, is that I'm going to tell you right now, you want respect, you need to give it first. And you need to give it without expecting it in return. You have to be willing to put yourself out there as a leader and say, I'm going to respect even if I don't get it in return. And I'm going to tell you what, cops... That's a lot of their job. They need to give it if they ever expect to receive it. Mm-hmm. And Chris Swanson is a cop. I mean, he's a sheriff. So, you know, he had to go through many years of giving and probably not receiving to a certain level. Yeah. So he could shine in this moment, not necessarily him, but the moment can shine of what happened the other day. So respect is a huge thing in leadership. Yeah, I saw um, something floating around Facebook and it was really, it saddened my heart actually when I saw it. It was, um, you know how people post something like on Twitter or whatever and it gets screenshot and then starts getting shared around as like a picture. And it was going around Facebook and it said something like, if you don't support the Black Lives Matter movement, we're not friends. And I mean that in the most disrespectful way possible. And I really was saddened about that because we all are in this together and should be in it together. And a way to get someone that doesn't understand um, what you're trying to get them to understand is not to be disrespectful. And that's where Chris, as a leader in that moment, went to that, went to the crowd and said, what do you want from me? We're here to love you. The crowd says, walk with us. And he said it. He wasn't being disrespectful to them. That is our job when we're trying to come to a mutual understanding and try to get people to understand the cause that we stand for. Everyone stands for something. You've heard the old cliche. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And we all stand for something. So a way, whatever your cause is that you stand for, and like Josh just said, you're a leader in some form in your life. You have some things that you stand for. Anytime that you want to try to get someone on board with you or understand your cause is never the way to be disrespectful. Mm. You never are going to win. I mean, Martin Luther King's famous thing is hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Dark cannot drive out dark. Only light can do that. You can't be disrespectful when you're trying to get people to come together as one. It's just I was really saddened to hear that. So respect is a huge, huge, huge part of leadership. It is. You have to be willing to recess yourself to allow the situation to shine through. And you have to do that really, like you said, love. Love and respect are really tied closely together. Mm. You know, and you have to be willing to respect others, respect their perceptions. You know, we talked about that already. And respect the situation and, and not get emotionally involved to the point to where you think 
everything's about you and against you because then we just become self-centered about it. So respect is really outward looking. You know, how can I care for? How can I take care of? How can I solve? What can I do? Maybe I can't do anything. Maybe I'm thinking more highly of my ability in the situation than really what's possible. And I need to respect that. I need to respect that. Maybe there's nothing that can be done from my, my standpoint as well. And that's a strength of a leader. And you need to be self-aware. I mean, if the only thing that you, if you don't have anything nice to say, you shouldn't say anything at all. I mean, that is the old, old, old thing that all of our moms grew up telling us. And it's like, okay, if you don't agree and you want to be jerkish about it, keep your mouth closed. I mean, until there's social media, unfortunately. And it's like, everybody has an opinion on social media and 80% of them are negative, you know, and it's, that doesn't value anything. There's no value in that. So I've always tried to live by the notion that if I'm not adding value, if I'm trying to deduct value, then I need to keep my face shut. And another quote that I love that says, no, My quotes that I go to are usually always about love, (laughs) but mine say the quote that I'm thinking of, I actually have it posted in my office says promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. Mm. So I really, really, um, try to think of that when I see things on Facebook or social media that are going around, that's like all this negativity and hate. It's really always good to flip the script, you know, and say, okay, what can I start spreading? That's good. And you see other people do that. Like, let's start flooding Facebook with good positivity. And that's the only way you need to promote what you love instead of bashing what you hate. You don't need to sit and bash again. That's trying to, um, drive out darkness with darkness. You know, you need to promote what you love. Amen. Number three, number three, we want to tell you, get in the trenches, get in the trenches. So this is one of my favorite ones. This is one of Go my on with it. favorite ones. <laughs> so there is a picture. Are you going to show the picture? Yeah, let's do that. Let me put that up there. Yeah. This is a powerful picture and I'm sure most everyone has seen it, but it's super powerful. Yes. So this brings me back to Chris Swanson again. He's standing there. He's trying to tell everyone like we are here for you. We are here to serve you. That's the whole purpose of cops. What do you want from us? And the crowd started saying, walk with us, walk with us, walk with us. And he's like, all right, come on, let's go. And he went, you know, and that really, I mean, that's went national. I've seen Ben Shapiro be talking about him. I've seen this shared now all over and, um, Um, I, I just think he did a really good job. So one of my stories that I told Josh is that a great, great example from the Bible that's talked about all the time is leaders need to be in the right place at the right time. And in the Bible, the King's job was to not stay at the kingdom when there was war going on. They went to battle with their people. That's where they were. And in the Bible, when David was tempted and ended up having, you know, um, an affair with Bathsheba, he, there was a war going on and the Bible talks about it. He was supposed to be at that war and he didn't, and he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He stayed home. And then that's what happened. So good leaders get down in the trenches with the people. They show them that I'm not scared to um, influence you and show you how it's done and encouraging you while you're down here. And show people that's one of the biggest things about leaders is to show people how it's to be done. And then you can't always do it for them, but you need to show them how it's done. And while you then go on and do something else that you need to do later, but you need to be with them in that moment. Yeah. One of the most um, interesting things for me during this whole, you know, Chris Swanson and the George Floyd thing and this protest is I saw some pictures because they took many pictures of that day. You know, uh, they showed 
a picture the next day and it showed a side view of Chris Swanson and you could see some of the other police officers in the back and they had their full riot gear on and you can see their faces. They, they legitimately look scared. And I can only imagine standing there, seeing what, the, what was happening in the rest of the country and thinking to yourself, there's actually a good possibility I could be set on fire as a police officer. I, somebody could try and shoot me, stab me. Like there is possibilities of that because it's happening elsewhere in the world. But then there's Chris and Chris takes off his riot mm. gear and he jumps down in the trenches. He took a leap of faith. He trusted in his leadership ability. And he says, I'm going to show you that I'm willing to be vulnerable and transparent in this moment. And I'm willing to step down in this trench with you right now and be with you for this moment. And that is so powerful because yeah. that's hard to do. That's hard to do. Sometimes we are scared. Sometimes we don't feel like the time is right or the moment mm. is right or that's somebody else's job. But God calls us all to be leaders in one aspect or another in our lives. And the only way we're going to have that type of impact is if we're willing to step up and call, get called to the action and climb down in the trenches and really do what leaders do. And that's fight with the other people side by side. And trust him. Trust him to take care of it. Trust yeah. God to yeah. take care of it. Yeah. Faith becomes a huge part of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Trenches are tough. Okay. It's not easy. It's not for everybody. It takes work. And that's why I said in the beginning, that's why Christy and I believe Chris has been being groomed for this for a long time. Yeah. You know, strengthen your, your, your faith practice in private, which then gets shown in public later at the right time. And that was just a very powerful, powerful moment, a uh, very proud moment for us to be part of this community and to see someone really step up in a way that wasn't just impactful a around the thousand people he was around in the yeah. moment, yes. but now it has went national. And that's what we're all called to do with our leadership. We, we never know who's watching. We never know. I mean, years ago, uh, you know, there would have been no cameras rolling. Instead, there was tons of video footage from people's private cell phones being recorded at that moment. And he was called to that moment in his leadership. And the training that he did and the time that he put in paid off. And it was an incredible, proud moment. Yeah. He set a huge example. Yeah. It was a huge inspiration. Yeah. And that's what God calls us to be, right, is influencers for him. And uh, that was just, it's when you don't can't find the words a lot of times really to put to a moment when they say a picture is worth a thousand words, that's what that video is worth way more than a thousand words. Yeah. You know, it's God in that moment, you know, it's just an unbelievable thing. You can't really put to words how just jaw dropping, amazing, incredible, fantabulous thing that it is. It's yeah. just awesome. Yeah, it was. And leadership is tough, but we're all called. We're all called in yeah. some degree or the other to step up in leadership. So this week's challenge is raise the leadership bar. How in your own personal life right now, can you look into your own life right now? And what ways can you get uncomfortable and step it up just a touch? I'm telling you right now, our world needs it. It seems like it's just everything's, if it could go wrong, it is going wrong. That's why it's important that we each individual person steps up in their lives in a leadership. Do you need to lead your kids better? Do you need to lead your family better? Do you need to leave your community better? Do you need to lead your work better? In what ways? Do you need to lead yourself better? You know, are you putting in the work, the time, the energy? Are you studying? Are you watching the right videos? Are you consuming the right content? How are you raising the leadership bar? This week, find it work on it and raise the bar. 
Yeah. So just to put a little edge on that, the reason why I think we're also so gung ho about how proud we are about Chris in this moment is a little bit that's going on in Michigan that a lot of people know about is the Flint water crisis that's still not solved. And then the COVID's going on. And then this happened where riots are happening all over in up North, like an hour from us, there was a huge dam that broke and flooded tons and tons of homes and buildings. I mean, it was a dam that broke. And then just in Genesee County in the last like three weeks, we've had two teenagers killed one by a train and one by a jet ski. And it's just like, it just seems like right now it's just going, going, going. And this is the time right now for leaders to come forward and be influencers for positivity, shine the light for people and just be a ray of hope for people right now in this time. And I know that there's probably tragedies going above and beyond in other states too. We obviously know more about Michigan because this is where we live, but it's just a really important time for leaders to unite and we're all leaders in some way yeah. to influence your circle of influence. You know, where, where's your circle of influence at? Be a ray of hope for those people. Yeah. So, you know, I want to put up uh, a little picture, a little comment here. Sean Romero says a true leader always leads by example, not their position. Sean couldn't agree more. You know, a little bit about Sean. Sean has his own podcast that he leads and has. It's called Faithfully Led. I would suggest you check it out. It's powerful. It's about leadership. Uh, the The main premise of it is about leadership. Uh, it's he's also a Christian, so it's 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 faith centered. We love you, Sean. You know, we love you, Sean. You know, and it's another thing that you guys can consume. You know, he he puts out stuff all the time. You check him out. It's Faithfully Led is what it is, Sean Romero. And uh, you know, we appreciate everybody being here. Please do not forget to like and follow us. And share us out. That's how we get exposure. We just really want to thank you guys for being here tonight. Hashtag Fire Tribe. That's right. Subscribe to the tribe. Subscribe to the tribe. It doesn't really make sense anymore because you have to follow on Facebook. I'll have to figure follow, out. Some... Follow, follow for the fire. Follow the fire. <gasps> yeah, see? That's good. All right. That's hey, good. you guys have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.